Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call BarryYourGold.com, and what it does is it goes into a container. You lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches. It's a 50-year warranty on the device. It only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground, and you can keep it for safekeeping. And I'll tell you, this is the way to hide your gold, not in false walls, but underground will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to BarryYourGold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee. Hi, everybody. Dave Hodges here, host of The Common Sense Show. We are the show that is freeing America, one enslaved mind at a time. Thank you so much for joining us. People always ask me, Dave, I could never do a podcast like you, be on those radio networks, TV show, and so forth. What could I possibly do? It's easy. You can go to sites of people that you respect, and believe me, I do appreciate your confidence when you come here every day, and you can take those items and you can share them. And please share them with people that need to hear them, the apathetic, the ignorant, the hopelessly brainwashed by the Democratic Party. And send that out. And don't expect a favorable response in the beginning. The research shows that the more people are exposed to an idea that makes sense, is logical and truthful, they'll begin to shift. But it takes a little time. And here's why we need to do it. The Democrats are going to win, again, the name recognition war. And if 60% of our country is ignorant, they're going to vote for the person that they've heard the most in the media. And since the Democrats have the most money, there you go. We can offset that at the grassroots level. So please share these videos and our articles and our shows please share them constantly and by the way i'm in the business but like when sarah westall or doug hagman or paul preston they do something outstanding uh doug thornton same thing i share those uh the people over at uh, uh news target i'm i'm friends with these people i share a lot of their work too So it's not just I'm asking you to share my work. We all need to be in this business. And I send it to legislators. I send it to a lot of people. Anyway, that's the first request I have. The second request I have is that you subscribe. We need to take our 200,000 plus numbers and grow them even further so we can become more of a political force to take our country back from the communists that have usurped our constitution, wrecked our economy, ruined our moral standards, denigrated our schools to the detriment of our kids. So please, please share and subscribe. Okay, I appreciate you being here, honestly. Hey, we have a great sponsor. And I got to tell you, um, Janet Yellen's now saying, June 1st, meltdown, meltdown, red alert. And first of all, that's posturing to get the budget results they want, which is more and more debt, more spending. All right. That being the case, what I want you to do uh, is to take a hard look at Noble Gold. 
Even though she is stretching the truth, she's correct in principle. We can't maintain $32 trillion in debt. We can't keep adding to the spending level, sending all these weapons to Ukraine, depleting our own resources, abandoning all fossil fuels, all natural gas like they did in New York yesterday. We can't do that and survive economically. You need to take precaution. Your plan B should be be outside the system, limited exposure in the banks, because the Dodd-Frank law says they can steal your retirement and your bank accounts if they want to. Because when you put the money in the bank, by law, Dodd-Frank 2010, you're an unsecured creditor. They own your resources in the bank. So don't let them. Take your retirement. Convert it to a noble gold asset. And gold has held its value for 6,000 years. You control it. The banks do not. And by the way, when you do a qualifying offer, they'll give you one of these five-ounce American silver eagle coins. Just a way of saying thank you. And they can do the same thing with your bank account. So I'm imploring you. Let me send you a no-obligation, completely private, prospectus, information packet from Noble Gold. And they'll tell you what they do. And then they'll have their number there. And you can call them if you have more questions or you want to get started. I have to say this at this point. The FTC says that I must tell you that all investments are inherently risky and past performance is no indicator of future performance. I agree with the warning. Too bad we didn't apply it to FTX, right? It would be a lot less victims. But nonetheless, I agree with that. But I'll also counter by saying this. I've been an advertiser for Noble Gold for six years. I have been a customer for four and a half going on five. It's who I trust for diversification and to be outside the system. And when central bank digital currency arrives, if we can't stop it, you'll regret the day you didn't make this move. So go to DaveHodgesGold.com. That's DaveHodgesGold.com. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I did a, I had a fantastic interview with a vibrant fun-loving, intelligent, well-versed personality. She was a lot like Carrie Lake. Now, they're different, but I'm just saying similar backgrounds, very successful in the mainstream media. Like Carrie Lake, award-winning, this person, Janet, excuse me, Christy Lee, award-winning, long career, did really well. Why would she make the jump from mainstream media to what we do here. Why? I think there's a couple of reasons here. As the uh, the interview unfolded, she's a committed Christian, and we're decidedly Christian here too. So you understand the motive from following my channel all these years. The second thing is that she has a conscience, which is an outgrowth of being a Christian. She couldn't keep lying to people. She tried it in two different venues. The career lasted well over a decade. And finally, she just said, I can't do this anymore. I got to follow my own conscience. And I asked her a question that I think really bears answering here. I said to her, in your experience in working in the mainstream media, how many of the people there are like you? They're being made to lie to their audience and knowing lies. And they just willingly go along with it, even though they know it's a lie. And um, what's interesting, too, folks, is that um, there are other people who have left. John B. Wells was one that forced his termination because he wouldn't be censored. And he wasn't being irresponsible. He was being factual. Okay, so here's what her answer was. Almost all of the young ones, this makes a lot of sense, 
This is why we see the antics going on in the schools we do, so they can change the morality of these kids, so they can change their attitudes towards socialism and communism, and we see the emphasis in the schools. Capitalism bad, uh, doing what the government tells you all the time is good, don't speak out, don't judge anybody, you should have no moral standards, everything is relativism. And they're using the same principle in recruiting newscasters, according to Christy Lee. She said they get them young, and they bombard them with ideology, and then pretty soon they go on the air, and they have a willing Uktung Sieg Heil accomplice. And this is exactly, she said, how they do it. And she said, so there's not that many people, unless they're an older broadcaster, prior to this indoctrination. I couldn't agree with her more. I've heard the same thing from other media types that make the jump. It's a lot like the Hitler Youth Movement, honestly, when you look at the propaganda techniques that go on. The other thing that um, Christy said in our interview that I thought was really revealing, and I'm glad she did this, you'll have someone make an allegation against a governmental body. And the media, of course, will stand for the governmental body if they're extreme leftists. And what they'll say is, already discredited claims, dot, dot, dot. Well, discredited claims, what research did they do? Can you point me to that hypertext link I could look up somewhere on the net and see solid research, double-blind experiments, uh, lots of data with affidavits? Can you please show me those? (laughs) Oh, no. We just use pejorative terms to basically induce the group think mentality. And see, this is the key word. I tend to look at a lot of the news stories through the lens of a Christian, and sometimes I even narrowed a little bit more with the Christian overview, and I look at it through the eyes of a psychologist. As you know, I used to be a therapist. I've taught psychology at a pretty high level, you know, uh, undergrad, grad, some postgrad, and I know all too well what groupthink is. Groupthink, oftentimes in the slang, is referred to as mob mentality. So put someone out there in the midst of a riot. We saw this in the uh, L.A. riots when, uh, oh gosh, I can't think of the guy's name, uh, Bill Curtis. Bill Curtis did a great coverage of the three days of the riots in 1992. And he saw saw looting going on and the risk of his own life. He went up and says, what are you doing? Oh, we're looting. Do you think this is okay? Well, we need the stuff. And see, people in a group setting, when they see everyone else doing it and getting away with it, this is classic operant conditioning. Stimulus, response, no punishment. Oh, then I can go ahead and do it. So uh, Bill Curtis pointed out here, that normal people that don't commit crimes on a, on a frequent or infrequent basis will be made by the situation and circumstances follow what the crowd is doing because there's no consequences. That's groupthink. The mob mentality. You know, the Salem witch trials historically are the quintessential example of this. And um, when... Um, Christie was talking about the majority of unvalidated terminologies and adjectives they use to mold public opinion in the way the news is presented. Well, it's commonly known that, that kind of phrase, 
they're producing a group think effect over time. And there's another saying that goes with this. The Nazis were famous for this. Tell a big enough lie often enough and the people will come to believe it. Actually, we have a term for that in psychology and sociology. It's called the confirmation bias. And in that confirmation bias, people are bombarded by the same news every single day. And then you watch the media. When things flip and they can no longer hide the truth, then they just go to total denial. I don't know what you're talking about. We never said that. We're seeing a lot of that backpedaling today in the mainstream media, aren't we? So, fantastic interview with Christy Lee. We will have that up on the website next week. It'll air probably, I think, on Friday um, across our radio networks and in our podcast service. And you're going to want to check out that interview. And and really, there's nothing there that's controversial. We, she just talked about media manipulation to maintain the propaganda and the lies. And it doesn't really matter whether it's Pravda from the old Soviet Union or it's the New York Times and the Washington Post today. It's the same strategies done the same way. Now, here's my silver lining. I think you're going to like this. They've done lots of research on groupthink. The Milgram study, you don't know what that is, I'll tell you in a second. But the Milgram study with Stanley Milgram in the early 1960s showed what happens with groupthink. But then later research in the 80s showed that when people know what the strategies are, they're almost immune to them. It's like taking an inoculation that basically prevents them from falling victim to this phony thinking. Now, the Milgram study very quickly was this. You had um, a fake researcher. In this case, he was actually an English teacher, but he played his role well. They put a lab coat on him and gave him a clipboard, so he looked official. And, and so what they wanted to know is, will people blindly follow obedience even when it violates their moral code? and isn't even in their best interest. Uh, But they found out a whole lot else about groupthink. So what they did is they had a plant in the study that they put in an isolated room but was connected by wireless or wire communication so you could hear his screams of alleged pain. And I'll lay out that experiment in a second. Then secondly, you had the subject. Someone who would be there to administer this word pair test although that really wasn't what this was about it was the cover for the story and this guy would say okay dog cat and then they had a choice to put in a third matching term and if the person got it wrong they were given an electric shock the subject who was administering the shock was told well these really aren't that painful, but we want to look at the impact of uh, slight pain on motivation. That's not what the study was. The study was how far would these people go? So on the dials here, they had like a measure board, and you could see light shock, medium, and they would go graduated with many intervene. I think it was 25 intermediate steps to the final where it says danger, do not shock. The implication would be it would be lethal. And so what Milgram wanted to know is just based on the orders of an authority figure, how far would the person go in administering these shocks? Now, this other guy, you know, the plant in the other room that could be heard through a communication system, he was purposely giving wrong answers. And he would the, the subject would say, sorry, wrong 
flip the switch, and then you'd hear a, ah! Then he'd go on. And he would say the next word pair test. And sometimes they let the guy get it right. But then when there was another mistake, they increased the voltage of the shock. And then pretty soon, in some of these clips, that by the way, they hid this from from national TV. This was done in the early 60s, well after the advent of TV. And they hid this from the public until the 1980s. And then I remember PBS ran it, and they said... We at the Common Sense Show have a great TV show. We bring in a panel of experts and help people navigate the uncharted waters that we're living in. Because what once was coming is no longer coming. It's already here, and we're getting you the help so you can make better decisions for your future. You can find us at the TV, commercial-free, censorship-free, and we're getting five-star ratings on the world's major platforms. Again, check us out today at TV. Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call buryyourgold.com. And what it does is it goes into a container. You lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches. It's a 50-year warranty on the device. It only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground. And you can keep it for safekeeping. And I'll tell you, this is the way to hide your gold. Not in false walls, but underground will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to buryyourgold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee. Did you know that the World Economic Forum now, they in the last meeting they convened, they actually had a water board there with water experts, and they tell us our water is in danger and they have to take control of our water. Does that bother anybody? I'm sure it does. And I begin thinking right now about water safety. We already know there's lead in the water, chemicals in the water. A lot of it's not safe to drink. But we have the answer for you. It's called the Alexa Pure Pro Water Filter. It's the best there is. And scientifically, they leave nothing to doubt as they publish their research at waterwithdave.com. And it's my choice for water filtration. Gravity powered. It reduces 206 contaminants. It targets heavy metals, fluoride, chlorine, and viruses. It is the best there is in the business. And you can read all the research on this simply by going to water with dave.com that's water with dave.com save eighty dollars for a short time this is the first time this has ever aired they didn't want this out there they would let little clips out here and there uh for researchers but they wouldn't show the entire show finally they did milgram only filmed it because in his experiment this is really interesting He only thought 1% of the people would go all the way and administer a fatal shock based on the orders of the perceived authority figure and the researcher with the lab coat and the clipboard. That's not what happened. And the results were so staggering that Milgram said, if I don't videotape this, no one's going to believe the results. I'll get to those in just a second. So this is how bad it got. Pretend I'm the subject. 
and I'm the one administering the shocks, and I'm hearing this, stop, 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 I have a heart condition, my chest is hurting, stop, 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 dog, cat, answer please, you wouldn't hear anything, 150 volts, no sound, person would go on to the next word pair test, no answer, administer the shock, now this guy could be dead, and you're thinking any normal person would go through, would stop right now and say, I need to check on this person. Well, that did happen, but let's break down the numbers. How many people would actually go all the way and just blindly follow? Now, you're probably wondering, where is Dave going with this? Back to what Christy Lee said. They're brainwashed in their careers at an early age, an early entry point. These are the same forces. Let me give you the numbers. Milgram had predicted 1%, as I just said. Two out of three subjects brought from every walk of life, from college professors to policemen to construction workers to custodians, two out of three would administer the fatal shock. Isn't that interesting? Two out of three. <clears throat> and the reason Milgram did the study was because people, you know, in the post-World War II glow that was still going on, you know, more than a decade and a half after the end of World War II, oh, we could never be like those dirty Nazis, those dirty Nazis that are so terrible. You know, I even heard some of this, you know, as a kid growing up. Uh, half my family was from Germany and they escaped the tyrants and oh you're one of those you little Nazi boy I used to hear some of that prejudice but anyway ladies and gentlemen what's really interesting about this is America was saying we could never do what the Nazis did concentration camps the extermination of 6 million Jews Um, (laughs) well the Milgram study set the world on its ear now here's what's interesting after Milgram, this is classic for truth tellers. Just ask Christy Lee, ask Carrie Lake, ask anyone who tries to tell you that the news media is not honest well, from their experience of working in it. I'm not talking any social issues here. I'm talking about they witnessed firsthand lying from their colleagues, and sometimes they were forced to do it until they gave up their employment. And this is really interesting. Uh, wow. Okay, so here's what happens. The groupthink comes into play as well as obedience. And those are two factors. Isn't the news media a form of authoritative information? I got the suit and tie on, and I'm going to tell you what the truth is. And if you have a fake belief, we'll make sure that we identify your misinformation by saying things like already discredited claims with absolutely no supporting documentation for it. This builds the group think from the authoritative figure. It's the Milgram study. Now, by the way, here's what happened to Stanley Milgram. Stanley Milgram was actually (laughs) kicked out of Yale. Your experiment did harm to human beings. No, the guys that were screaming and yelling in pain and then went silent to simulate death, they weren't harmed. No one ever filed a claim who was a subject... They said in post-interviews that Milgram did. By the way, he offered counseling. 
If you had trouble with this because you went further than you thought you ever would and you have some guilt and recrimination, we can offer you free counseling. I mean, he did every precaution that you should do as a good researcher. He was well within the ethical bounds of an experiment. But that didn't stop the review committee from kicking him out. Now, what I suspect happened is we know about Yale and his connection to the intelligence agencies. In fact, a lot of the Ivy League. And I'm sure they said, you've got to bury this. This is why it was never on television. This is why they withheld it so darn long. You didn't even see it in most psychology books until sometime in the late 70s. So you had the complete attempt to cover this up. Why? Because what was the CIA involved in that time that came out in congressional hearings? MKUltra. What's MKUltra? A way to brainwash people to do things they ordinarily wouldn't do. That's the group think. That's the group think. And this is why newscasters will just look at you and lie to your face and think they're telling you the truth. And you know what's interesting? I used to teach body language, and I've mentioned that a number of times. As, as a subset of my undergraduate degree in sociology, and then I went on to teach at some at the community college level. And I got really good at reading body language. You know, you really learn something when you teach it. And I have to tell you, <laughs> these newscasters don't really give themselves away. They really don't. They're drinking the Kool-Aid. Total group think total group think this is the mainstream media this is why click you turn it off you turn it off and if you notice when you see your converted newscasters this isn't true in Christy Lee's case but a lot of them are over 50 they can't compromise themselves any longer but see they've had enough life experience now here's the antidote If any newscaster sees this, let's say they're working for, I don't know, choose a station, Channel 12 and uh, NBC in Phoenix. Okay, let's say that that, that's who it is. I haven't watched that newscast in years. But let's say that they're there, okay? They see this, they go, this is a bunch of bull. And then later on in the day, or is it? This is why I ask you to share videos. I think every newscaster in the country should have to hear this because they would go research things like, maybe they would, groupthink, obedience studies, the Milgram study. Uh, there's all kinds. Solomon Ash was another one. I won't go into it, but it, it showed the same kind of powers at work. And it was repeated again at, uh, I believe it was UC Davis in about 2010. Folks, this is why you share the videos. Now, here's the antidote. When people know how the game is played, they learn about the majority of propaganda language, not backed by facts, backed by emotion, backed by the sound of pretend authoritarianism. As soon as they know that's the game, the research shows the Milgram studies are undone. They did a study on this in the 80s. And they educated people on groupthink. They went from riotous behavior to belief in propaganda. And then they tried the Milgram experiment, but in a different way. You see, everyone's afraid to do the Milgram experiment now because of what happened to him. By the way, he did resurface in the Ivy League. I I, I think he went to Harvard, if I I remember correctly. Uh, He didn't have a long lifespan either. I think this really took its toll on him. 
But nonetheless, when they educate people about the tenets of obedience and successful dissent, as well as how groupthink comes into play and the confirmation bias and all those factors I've discussed here, what's really interesting is the rate of 67% is cut in half. Educating people as to what the psychological power is going on seems to inoculate a good number of them from this. So let's go back to my original request when we opened this broadcast. You tell me, is it worth sending out videos where people will disagree with them? Well, yes, it is. If they can hear something like this, now they're faced with, how do I know this is true? And they start to ask the right questions because it's been implanted in their brain how this process works. But the one thing I will tell you, having been a professor of stat and research and written courses at the collegiate level for these courses, uh, been the lead instructor in an institute of higher learning, I can tell you this, the average person on the street doesn't know a control group from an experimental group, an independent variable from a dependent variable. They just don't know. Oh, I've heard the terms, but they could not draw up an experiment for you. Not even the classic. Or they had it in ninth grade biology, probably, but they have lost it. This brings these factors back into play, and you inoculate them at the root level, which is the manipulation of their mind. Their knowledge of research doesn't have to be good. But the one thing I would say that I hope you would play for everybody is this. Newscasts without facts to back it up is worthless. It's called anecdotal. Anecdotal is the first step of all research. I have an opinion. I've watched this out here in the universe, and I think things work this way. A causes B, and then you set about, with your protocols, researching it. But not one research study, because there's a statistical test that shows you when you're done researching, because you're getting the same results over and over, and it's called the level of significance. But what you know is good research is done several times under the same conditions, and then you can say the probabilities show. Research doesn't prove anything. It shows probabilities. And once people know that simple fact, they're watching a newscast, honey, how do we know that's true? He just said previously disputed. Okay, why isn't he giving an example of that? Now we're teaching people to ask the right questions because we put the information out there. And um, i, I got to tell you, much credit to Christy Lee for coming on our show and having the courage to say what's what. Because someday, what if she wants to go to bat at work in the field and she just badmouthed the whole process? This is a brave person who stands on principle, not on financial remuneration. And uh, this, the same thing to a lot of people who've made this shift. I didn't have to make the shift. As you know, I was forced into this business because I was defending my property from having it stolen without compensation and that of 300 of my neighbors. And don't ever do this when you're in public. Don't speak up because someone might make you the spokesperson. And I was in the media enough, I eventually got offered a radio show. And my life was never the same because as I discovered A was corrupt, I discovered B, C, all the way through triple Z. Is corrupt too. We live in a nation ruled by pimps, and they put their little horrors to work on us 
in elected offices. And if they're not corrupt when they get there, they're corrupted after they get there. How many people in politics can you trust? Well, you've heard me say this repeatedly. Maybe between about 10 and 20 percent. Uh, politicians have the highest rate of sociopathy and psych- <laughs> and psychotic behavior. Uh, there's a term called antisocial personality disorder, which means committing crimes without conscience. Um they have the highest rate of this incidence. CEOs are number two. Isn't that interesting? I don't know where newscasters fit, but I imagine that's pretty high too. Hey, thanks for joining me in this lengthy presentation, but I really hope that you take this to heart. Really hope you do, because this is something that could be shared across the board, because I've given people key phrases. They can go get a textbook. They can go online. They can say, group think. Look it up. Eh? Uh, obedience studies, the Milgram study, M-I-L-G-R-A-M, and they can look it up, and they'll start to say, that guy sounded like a nutcase conspiracy theorist. And my gosh, a lot of what he says here is rooted in research. That's what we need to strive towards. We've got to win the uncommitted, ignorant people who will vote based on name recognition and democratic influence with all their money. We have to change that. Please help me in that endeavor and spread the word. Hey, we've got a really good TV show. I bring in a rotating group of a panel of experts. A lot of them have done regime change for the alphabet soup agencies. And some of them can tell you that, like Celeste and Doug. And a lot of them can't because of their severance agreement with the government. But they give you the same lessons, and they tell you how to stay one step ahead of the burning bridge. And we do it for pennies on the dollar. We're only asking for people to help with bandwidth costs. We're not looking to make money on this. Five-star ratings on the world's major platforms. No censorship, no commercials. Join us, thecommonsenseshow.tv. Thanks for joining us here. We at The Common Sense Show have a great TV show. We bring in a panel of experts to help people navigate the uncharted waters that we're living in. Because what once was coming is no longer coming. It's already here, and we're getting you the help so you can make better decisions for your future. You can find us at TheCommonSenseShow.tv, commercial-free, censorship-free, and we're getting five-star ratings on the world's major platforms. Again, check us out today at TheCommonSenseShow.tv. Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call buryyourgold.com and what it does is it goes into a container you lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches it's a 50-year warranty on the device it only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground and you can keep it for safekeeping and i'll tell you this is the way to hide your gold not in false walls but underground will be very very difficult to detect to find out more Go to buryyourgold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee.